Remember, I was your hero. Hello and welcome to Look at the Adjective. We are here to podcast and do it quite happily, which considering it's WWE for four hours is fucking surprising. <laughs> I am El Generico, John Mack, and I'm joined by a man who puts talc on his head and face to make him look older. A man who's contributed more duff music to WWE pay-per-views than Kid Rock. A man whose output is definitely less than zero, it's the medium-sized mang. Me, Mark Crowver. How you doing, mate? <laughs> what the man who's had, had a theme song for the last like five WrestleManias? You slagging him off? <laughs> that's, that's my don't, point. More don't slag him off. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm I had right, to mate. look up the words for that because I thought it said because of the old tune. I thought it said, "Remember, I was your hippo." Took my hat like a zippo or something like that. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> no, but auto tune fucks up. <laughs> oh, we're back. It's been it's been a couple of weeks. That's been a couple uh, of weeks. Plenty on. There's been a there's been a few things that have been in the way, haven't there? So yeah, uh... if it's not been work, it's been illness. If it's not been Easter holidays, it's been Mark's reconnaissance mission mission to Berlin to try and find Alex Wright. You know? <laughs> no such luck. I'm afraid. Go. Oh, bastard. <laughs> I asked around, but uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a mysterious character now. Did you not? Or did you not just follow the sound of pounding techno? I did, but I, I couldn't see him anywhere there. In his hot pants, because um, we're doing for a change. Current WWE, it would be remiss of us not to mention what happened the night after WrestleMania, and I don't mean the buyout. I mean. Vince McMahon on TV looking like the exhumed corpse of Clark Gable. What the fuck <laughs> is going on there? It looks like one of them like dodgy circus promoters or something, doesn't he? Like it just looks iffy as fuck. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know what he was doing on TV. I thought it should be out catching the pigeon or trying to fuck over the Anthill mob or Penelope Pitstop. <laughs> looking after the Adams family. <laughs> yeah. He was wasn't it? He, he was something to do with that merger, wasn't it? With you know, the UFC merger, he was on telly announcing that with um, with the president of UFC, I think Ariel um, or whatever he's called, not Ariel Helwani. <laughs> not him. <laughs> What's he called? Ariel Almani or something? I can't remember what he's called. I think, he, uh, I think he's yeah. like the the president of Endeavor who've bought it. I think. Yeah, so I think he was on TV announcing that, and he was like, "Going, oh, this is taking us to the next level." But like, how could he take a man seriously when he looks like that? <laughs> he looks like he's a bloated corpse that's been pushed down the stairs. He he's looks rotten, fucked. doesn't he? That's he looks every bit of a nonce, like he's been reported as. <laughs> it's like he looks like the spiv from Dad's Army. <laughs> It was unsettling. Blo- Look at it. The bloated corpse version. Yeah, <laughs> Melting waxwork as well at the same time. Oh, God. The bloated corpse of a hippo. He's just fucked up. So puffy. His face was like proper puffy. It's like rigor mortis is setting. He, he, what is but, he? In his 80s now? Uh, not far off. Not far off at all. He looks every bit of it, doesn't he? Yeah, and he looks like an 80-year-old man who's had a fuckload of work done as well. Yeah, just a bit. 
But shall we shall we get into this? Uh, Vince's baby is his dream. Well, that it's up in the air, isn't it? If it is Vince's at the minute, but it looks like it is. <laughs> well, it, it was on the first and second of April. <laughs> so <laughs> let's 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 get into that. We've got night one, first of April, twenty twenty three, from SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, California. A mm-hmm. so uh, kept kept Kevin Hart's involved. Do the cold open, or whatever they call it. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like the packages are always mint. They always look mint. Oh, they? it's yeah, it's movie esque, isn't it? To be fair, yeah. So you can't really fault them on that. I just think it's a bit over the top. It's overkill, isn't it? They do it. They do too much of them. And old Michael Cole's bigging it up. He's clearly got Vince in his ear, back to normal. It's like, uh, oh, I've missed you, Daddy. I've missed you. <laughs> I think Michael Cole's been absolutely quite good since Vince has fucked off. But now he's just going to be <laughs> he has. company man again, hasn't he? Exactly. <laughs> He's bigging it up. Seventy-five thousand fans in attendance, apparently. That's including every you know vendor that's in the building as well. <laughs> St John's ambulance, slightly inflated. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then we get the fucking Miz and Snoop Dogg in a Wick and Wanderers tracksuit. What's he wearing? It's it's lame as fuck. I mean. I don't mind a bit of Snoop Dogg, but the Miz is just fucking pony. And he's like, yeah, Miz, Miz does nothing for me. <laughs> but somebody who does something for the pair of us, first up, Mr. Theory, young Mr. Theory versus Big Match John. The US belt. What, macho Man John Cena. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Bennett. He, he definitely needs a bit of that uh, spray that uh, Paddy McGuinness had in Phoenix Nights, doesn't he? <laughs> it's anorexic. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, that is bad, that, isn't it? That spot, that bald spot. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise, like, it, it was on full fucking show, especially, like, as you got deep into the match and he was, like, sweating <laughs> and he had Peaky Blinder curtains and To be fair, his... at least he just fucking owns it, not like Macho wearing a fucking bandana and Hogan and stuff like that. At least he's actually just going for it all out, but probably just shave it off, John. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know I, mean? I, don't, I don't understand why he's growing his hair. And uh, I think he did it for films, didn't he, but... I think I think maybe we're seeing why he didn't grow it. <laughs> yeah, just just get rid of it. Just be like the sort of bald stay for me kind of thing going on. He's not yeah. rugged enough for that though, I don't think. No, not he's not, is he? He's a bit too pretty, isn't he, in the face, probably. Well a little bit. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest, Austin Fairy looks like a fucking star, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got he's got something special about him, hasn't he? Yeah. And Michael Cole is with the absolute Gennaro Gattuso of that is Corey Graves. <laughs> he, can, he can be good. Uh, can be sometimes bad. he's bang on. Sometimes, yeah. Some, sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> that US belt, that new US belt's fucking awful. Do you not like it? Oh God, no. I quite like it. Well, I think I prefer it to the other disagree one. Occasionally, <laughs> I prefer it to. The, it's not as good as the WCW United States belt. That's an absolute beauty. No, and what makes me laugh is everything's retro at the moment and everything 90s is making a comeback. Get the fucking old one back in. Come on. Get get the winged eagle back as well. Uh, 100%. 100% <laughs> what about that is. Not these fucking bland, generic, fucking blue and red toys. things. Look like toys, yeah, don't they? That's it. They're just easy to fucking... They've done... The WWE have literally done what, like, Juventus did with Air Badge. Just make it easy a G. marketing. Yeah. yeah. It's W. <laughs> what do you... What, what do you reckon to this? Um, mixed thoughts. I don't think... 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it, for me, maybe it was a bit too soon for it. But I don't know if it's because it was like a ticking time bomb where they sort of had to have it now or that was it. Because yeah, Cena's getting bigger and bigger in Hollywood, isn't he? And like, how many more manias are going to get out of him? I feel like it wasn't really built enough. I feel like it was like one one face to face on a on a Raw, and that was it. Yeah, you're not going to get many many dates with him, are you? That's the, that's the problem. I know, but you sort of set it in motion six months ago or something like that, don't you? Mm. I know they had little, they had a few little altercations, but nothing like major. But it's like he wrestled um, in December, didn't he? He wrestled in the WWE in December. Yeah, he, why didn't they do something then? Started, they probably didn't have it on paper by then. Do you know, you know what they're like? They fucking fiddle, fiddle fuck around and. Uh, so I think, I think they were sort of they probably didn't have him locked in for Mania or something like that, did they? But I, I guess possibly not. It's sort of one of them. But I thought it, I thought it was all right. I thought you obviously you could tell that Cena was a bit rusty. Um, yeah, I mean that you don't have to know much about wrestling to know is that he was a little bit off the pace. But he is getting older now, isn't he? And he's not wrestled regularly for ages. Um, but it was good yeah, to see yeah. him. It's good to see him on Mania because you don't really you just don't see him that often anymore, do you? Massive pop as well. Massive. Oh yeah, huge, huge. He's 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 more over now than he ever was as like a, the top babyface. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he gets great reactions now, and that's because people realise how good he actually was. Yeah. Um, but it's the same with Reigns. He gets he's he's more over now than he ever was yeah. when they were pushing him as a face. Yeah, because pe- um, people know they're the guy. That's it. People don't like that, do they? That's the problem. Um, Not in this day and age, no. No, but I think. Uh, I thought it was an all right match. Good, like a good high profile ish match to start it off. What do you reckon? I thought there was some, it starts off quite nice and technical. There's a nice bit where um, he bit Cena's ear, nice heel spot. I think he's quite good at the chicken shit, isn't he? He's really good at that. Like, oh, God, yeah. yeah. He's really mastered that. Like, he's the sort of one you could push as like your next sort of, not quite, but like your next sort of Randy Orton top heel type thing. Yeah. I think he's. <laughs> I, to me, he's like what you, Sammy Guevara could be if he got yeah. a bit more size and you know was booked properly. Seen it, seen it start with that hair though when his hair started flopping out. He started looking like JBL a bit. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> he did, he did, he did it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's never a good look ever. <laughs> you never want to look like that guy. <laughs> it's some very uh, it's some nice nice suplexes to see there. And he was like berating the audience. We had some really nice heel stuff. He was really playing up to it. It was good. To, good He's to getting see. better and better, isn't he? You know, when, you yeah, know when oh, he was definitely. sort of, you know, when he was sort of on that run where he was like, he was like McMahon's chosen one and stuff like that. <laughs> it's the kiss of death that when you got the the backing of McMahon. It happened to McIntyre, didn't it? Yeah, but he sort of he just felt like the pressure was on him, didn't you? Like whereas like when Helmsley took the reins, you could just feel like he's he's a bit more loose. He's a bit more relaxed with it. And it's sort of yeah. showing he's a bit more yeah. natural, um, which I think it, I think it shows that he exudes confidence, which I don't think he was necessarily when he was sort of the poster boy for McMahon, which is just, I hate that gimmick. I hate that gimmick. It does nothing for anyone involved in it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it, it, it's just shit, isn't it? It's like with McIntyre, that literally derailed his career for about six years. Do you know what I mean? He's only just sort of got it back on track the last two or three years. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into McIntyre's gimmick in a bit, but yeah, but even yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean, he's, he's much more over now than he ever was then. Yeah, even if he's a bit stereotypical. <laughs> he did a nice neck breaker theory, but he did like a roll before he did it. I think I didn't understand 
why this does the role is. That's modern. That's very modern, that, isn't it? Really yeah. modern. Yeah. When old Cena gets his STF in, the shittest STF you've ever seen, because there's no there's no crank on the neck, is there? It's just no, like, it's just, he, he literally just holds his hands. hands in, doesn't he? There's no, like, yeah. there's no force on the neck or anything. It's not like when like you do a cross face or whatever. But, yeah, it's... Big pop, he, he, to be fair, he knows how to he knows how to draw a bit of drama, doesn't he? Cena, he knows how to work oh, God, those, yeah. sort of, those moments. Hundred percent. He's dominating Cena theory. He's getting cocky as fuck, and I'm loving it. And he does get heat. He does get heat from that crowd. He's one of the he's one of the very few people these days that gets genuine natural heat because he's naturally cunty. Like yeah, Guevara is naturally cunty. Face, he? Yeah. He has. <laughs> Because you know he probably might be like that in real yeah. life. He's got the look of a twat, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Too, too cocky, you know, gets A-Aid. <laughs> A-Aid. <laughs> I still think it's hilarious they changed the name of it. <laughs> yeah, PG, baby. <laughs> Did you not think uh, Cena was wrestling like an underdog babyface? Yeah, strangely. That was a bit weird. It's interesting. It was like, yeah, it was like he was like... The, the sort of roles were reversed almost, wasn't it? But they sort of had to do it like that, I suppose. He gets a sleeper on Cena, which you don't actually see a sleeper hold very often these days. Do you not think it looked a bit weak, though? A little bit. Because it's like, off some, theory, off some theory, he's not big. Would he really be bringing oh. Cena down to his knees? Do you know what I mean? I thought it was a little bit, bit piss poor, that bit, to be fair. That's when I sort of went, ooh. Yeah. Uh, it got a bit... Predictable. Yeah. He, he does his five knuckle. Everyone will see his stuff. He wants to see him play the hits, right? So he does his yeah. five knuckle shuffle, set up, and hits it. Then the AA's countered, and there's a ref bump. He drops all holds him and puts the effort, uh, STF in. Again, looks shit. Theory taps. The ref's down. There's a low blow to Cena. He picks him up. A-town down for three. Didn't mind the finish because it doesn't... You can maybe go back to it down the line. Yeah, and obviously Cena's got that visual win, hasn't he? Exactly. But I didn't think they'd pull the trigger with that. I thought Cena would win, and I thought they'd maybe have a latch at SummerSlam or something like that down the line, and he gets his win back or something. Didn't expect it to be fair. No, I thought it was. I didn't think it was great in the ring. Not really. It doesn't always have to be. I mean, it was more about putting theory over and the story and, and stuff like that, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like you said, he gets the visual win. And yeah. uh, theory rolls on, and yeah, it wasn't too bad. Got the kid over. I mean, there's not really much more you can do to to a, a young guy than get a win over Cena at Mania. I think Cena did his did his damnedest to to make him look like a star, which he you know he already Very is in a way. So, yeah. But Cena did whatever he could to make him look even better, and he sold for him, and he mm-hmm. you know he he was. It was making it look like a proper struggle. So, I thought, yeah, I thought it, they set up what they achieved to do, but it maybe wasn't. It's not the best job seen about Jericho going to see, is it? By by far, no. but, but not it a bad one. No, not it wasn't the worst. And then I thought, fuck me, as Abel Tesfe got like nudes of Vince McMahon and fucking a goat or something. He's on every fucking year. I know. About five year. years running, I think. How? <laughs> He's the biggest star in the world. I know, but like the song's not like got any oomph to it. It's, do you know what I mean? Usually they have like a it's WrestleMania, like a big oomph song. Yeah, I don't like mean that in an aspect. I know that's it's a shit tune, but it's got something to it. it got the best promo like... ever. That <laughs> <laughs> Rock, Rock and Austin. 
Got to remember that. So we get uh, Titus O'Neill on comms. Great. (laughs) (laughs) When he's not falling under rings, he's an ambassador for the WWE. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, apparently. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I don't know. For like Make a Wish or something. Like he's having the Warrior Warrior Award or something. Yeah, one of them. I mean, he, was, he wasn't going to get it off his career, was he? <laughs> oh, well, surely, if you're going to put someone in for Make-A-Wish, you've seen her. They had, all, they had a shitload of Make-A-Wishes out for his entrance. And uh, Cena's going to get the absolute money slot, though, isn't he, when he goes into the Hall of Fame eventually. So's Rock. Yeah, whenever that happens. Next, next we get a WrestleMania showcase match, whatever that may be. Basically, let's just get as many people on the card as we can for a, give yeah. them as much money as we can. <laughs> That's all that was. So it's an eight <laughs> eight man tag. Well, no, four way tag, sorry. Yeah. Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus the fucking Viking Raiders with Valhalla, the Street Profits, and Alpha Academy. <laughs> uh, <Two>, please. <laughs> first off, why has Ricochet got a plastic shirt on? Don't know. Why is he with Braun Strowman? Big man, little right. man combo in it. It's the it's the classic. It's it's fucking Kane and Danielson. It's you wouldn't put them two together, you know, though, would you? Not in a million fucking years, mate. But <laughs> the WWE would. <laughs> True. <laughs> the fucking Viking Raiders look utterly woeful. War Machine was so much better. Yeah, so much better. What Gable the fuck did they do to them? The Viking oh, Raiders. Well, speaking of what have they done to people? Fucking Chad Gable's out next. Superb in the ring. He's been shit on massively. <laughs> and I am not, I'm just going to put this out there. I am not Otis. <laughs> You've got a look of him. <laughs> I haven't. I've got a look of Obelix from Asterix. <laughs> and maybe I mean, Mitchell. Let's be honest. This is an absolute mess, wasn't it, really? Yeah. The Street Profits are over as fuck, though. I'll give them that. I like the Street yeah, Profits. Massive puff. Why is there a load of them red plastic cups? Do you know what you get in American teen movies when they all have a party in the front room? That's their, that's their thing, isn't it? That's the Street Profits I don't get thing. it. What, the cups? Have it, have it, yeah, like they come out with those cups for some reason. I don't know if it's because they're like... I think they, when they first started, they were like varsity team. Like They used to wear like varsity jackets and stuff like that. It's a bit like that. And it's sort of just continued because it's a bit of a gimmick i don't know <laughs> so what do you reckon to this uh thing bag of shit what's the point what is the point of having this on the show other than just to get everyone a payday <laughs> there's no point there's no what what's the goal the goal of it no it's not like they're going we know if this gets a tag team title match or anything like that i don't know if, it's, <laughs> no, I don't I don't know. if there's any do you know what i mean it's not like it was a number one contenders match but there's some kind of importance um, it might end up being that, but it's not like they announced it that way. You can't really have Street Profits versus uh, the tag champs that are currently the tag champs, which we'll get into later, because it's like babyface, babyface, and it's just going to be shit. Yeah, I know. But it's just... <laughs> just, it, I just These sort of matches, just they, where there's nothing on the line, there's no importance, there's no feud, there's no... It's just lobbing a match on it. It's, it's something like... It's what AEW do, isn't it? They do a lot of this sort of stuff, where they just fucking just lob a few teams together and just see what happens. There was there was some impressive spots in there, sporadically. Yeah. 
Gable, yeah, great. Montez Ford in Street Profits is one of the most athletic fuckers you're ever going to see. And, yeah, is he the one who tweets God, God is good every day? Yeah, and he's uh, he's with uh, Bianca Belair, which is just... Oh, is he? That's about as good as life gets, surely. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? <laughs> yeah, so what did you reckon to this one? Because, I mean, as I say, I, I struggled to get into it because there wasn't really much to sort of get your teeth into, in a way. Do you know what I mean? There's a really nice spot with Gable getting sort of a standing, obscene German suplex with a bridge on Strowman. Yeah. He's like Kurt Angle reincarnated, isn't he? Yeah, but half the size. Yeah. He is, is mint. I mean, his his gimmick is the fucking worst. But (laughs) I don't know if it's as bad as that. What's worse, that or Shorty G? Because surely Shorty G's worse. I think think he's just been shat on from a great height. Worst (laughs) thing that happened to him was when uh, Jordan had to retire. I know. What a tag team. team. Stuff with FTR was just phenomenal. Some of the best tag matches you'll ever see. Pretty much. There's a fat boy moonsault by one of the Raiders. <laughs> a, la, a la Hugh Morris. <laughs> yeah, but much better. Because <laughs> them two are decent. They've just, again, been shit on. Yeah. You know that Valhalla? That's that... Um, Sarah... Is that the Sarah Morgan, is it? No, Sarah so, Rowe. Sarah Log- is it Sarah Logan? Is it? Yeah. Because she's married to one I of them. I think she's she? married to one of them, yeah. Is it Roe? Yeah. Roe or Hansen, one I think of them. Is, yeah. The bold there was, one. Um, there was a spot on that that made me nearly vomit. <laughs> oh, it's Dozovich. Oh, it's Dozy Bitch. Goes to get up and there was massive sweat patches on his ass crack. Grim. Grim, grim, grim. <laughs> what were you looking at his ass crack for? Because <laughs> he was climbing up the top rope and it was just, it, it, you couldn't miss it. It was just, it was the size of a small country. <laughs> Liberia's deficit. <laughs> and then they <laughs> what was I and then they do this massive superplex power bomb splash spot. Stage is fuck, but got a big pop, <laughs> I guess. Then uh, then it sort of starts going to the end. Uh, Angelo Dawkins destroys Strowman with a tackle, uh gets shooting starred out by Ricochet. Do you not think splashes. it's weird that Strowman wrestles in like skinny jeans? Yeah. What is that? I think everything about him is weird. <laughs> His choo choo train fucking around the ring, that, that was weird. <laughs> I just I just I just think he's a clunky motherfucker. I know, I don't understand why they brought him back if they're just gonna put him in tag matches. What was the point in that? I have no idea. So then Ford splashes Ricochet after Dawkins gets the knees up on another shooting star press and gets rolled up for three. Messy as fuck. <laughs> Classic as matches, tag match. <laughs> yep, as these matches tend to be, made little to no sense. Had some impressive spots. Titus O'Neill, fucking pointless. <laughs> he was loving it, though, wasn't he? He was loving being there. <laughs> payday, doesn't he, though? <laughs> well, yeah, he gets a payday. WWE ambassador. <laughs> All Next up was a match that was a bit more intriguing. Bit of story to it, mm. bit of build. Mm. You've got uh, Seth freaking Rollins, as he's still being called these days, um, yeah. against hmm. uh, the uh, the sort of social media megastar, they call him, whatever he is, Logan Paul, coming down sort of Shawn Michaels style on some sort of like harness gimmick. Yeah, it was weird. weird. 
Do you know what he looks like? Have you ever seen that episode of South Park where they go to that ski resort and he, and Stan gets bullied by that skier because he's hey, Stan Dosh with his uh, dookie dookie voice. <laughs> no. he looks, he, he's, dressed like, he's, he's dressed like that guy. His gimmick is not his gimmick. His gear is a bit loud, isn't it? It's just a bit. It looked like shit cartoon Wolverine. <laughs> I don't know. It was quite. A, I mean, if it wasn't him, it would be a cool entrance. But he's just—he's a bit cringy, I think. The way, like, I mean, when he was like, he looks like a bellend. He acts like a bellend, but he's a natural hero. <laughs> yeah, because he is a bellend. In, in, oh god, in, yeah. In, in truth, do you know what I mean? So he's just being himself. I think. Seth comes out. Obviously, that guy's over as fuck. To be fair, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not a massive, massive fan of the the current gimmick, the current iteration of him. But every time his music plays, I get it stuck on my head for about a week afterwards. To be fair, and he comes out with like some sort of like orchestral, it's like a composer, and he's like um, orchestrating the the crowd to uh, to do his uh, his theme song. Which is what Jericho invented. Yeah, yeah. So Jericho brought that to the table. Seth Rollins is a uh, took it to the next level, obviously. Um, but Jericho made it up. Let's just remember that. Um <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was quite cool his entrance. He looked like a fucking idiot with that big red coat on, but fucking state of him. He looks like <laughs> he looked like a fucking quality street in a BDSM club crossed with fucking Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Slap notes. <laughs> he had old slap nuts, his little fucking, you know, braces yeah, he thing did. on. He, he had like pink gear with like red big red belt on it and stuff. It looked a bit weird, like I don't know what he was going for. I didn't I didn't quite get any reference if there was any. Um uh, I don't think he country. wears mad mad shit now just for the crack. Uh, <laughs> he wears it outside the ring. If you ever watch him like he's like with Becky doing like red carpet, he's got like a fucking leopard print suit on or just That's quite mental. mild for him. <laughs> yeah, there's a nice bit where like Paul's waiting for him, Logan Paul, and he's just yawning in the corner. And I'm thinking, oh, look, what, a, what a cunt! That's a nice touch. <laughs> I mean, that entrance is over as fucking it. To be fair, that that tune, uh, yeah, crowd's loving it. Um, Not as much as Judas, remember though. No, yeah, the whole whole arena would be singing it. <laughs> of course, man. We we are we would be remiss to not mention the blue bottle of Prime. That came out following Logan Paul, um, which turned out to be the casually racist cretin KSI, who's just been cancelled. I do believe. <laughs> what did he? Yeah, I saw that. What was it? What was that all about? <laughs> that that gimpy channel that he does, that Sidemen thing. Yeah, uh, they were playing Countdown, and he uttered a, a racial slur for someone from Pakistan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oops. So, oh KSI. Your 15 minutes is almost up, lad. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I mean, to be fair, they've had a few, like, heated exchanges on Raw and stuff, these two, from, you know, from odd clips I've seen and stuff. So I, this was one of the matches on this first night. I was thinking, hey, interested. See what it's about. Oh, Logan yeah, Paul's... I don't like him as a person, but he has been re- relatively impressive in the odd few matches he's had. I think he, I think he's quite good. Like I think he's he's he gets it. You know, he's 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 not the finished article by any stretch. But no. you know what I mean, but he but he, he tends to he, he knows how to get a bit of heat, and he and he I think he enjoys it, which is key. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, just, and just him being himself, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, basically. And then you know, I, I've all, I've got nothing bad to say about Seth Rollins in the ring. I mean, he's absolute 
top draw when he you know when he's on it. You know he had some of the some of the better matches I saw from in WWE last year, especially the the few with Cody. Um, I thought I thought I, you know what, I thought this was quite a good match actually. Quite enjoyed it. Too, I think I think getting into it with Rollins is smart. Yeah, because Rollins is on that sort of like not elder statesman, but he's like a veteran. He's been there for a while now. He knows he knows it. He's been on a lot of WrestleManias, and he can lead him through it. And he's one of the best workers probably in the world on his day. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Easily. He's top draw. No matter what I think about his gimmick or his character or anything like that, I think he's fucking mustard in the ring. Um, yeah. It was all nice sort of basic stuff to start off with, which is probably good as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of get him, ease him, ease into, him into it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get giddy. Rollins turns it into a fight. And then there's a lovely bookshot, brackets, Maverick, Lariat. Does it better than Adam Page? 100%. <laughs> I've got it. I've got that down here. <laughs> and CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking anyone does it better than CM Punk. As much as I love Punk, don't be doing that, silly, silly, silly man. Twice. Don't do it twice. Either. Yeah. They, um, they put over his, like, metal hand or something. He's got, like, a screw in his hand or something. Yeah, he crushed his hand or something. He had to, he had to have a few plates put mm-hmm. in there, I think. I don't know how he did it. He was probably doing one of his mad YouTube videos or something. Or oh, he might have been in one of the matches. I can't remember. Might have been in that match with Roman, actually. Um, well, sorry, I know he, you know, didn't he like tear his meniscus or something during some fucking wacky spot as well? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. He's, well, he seems to come back quite quick from this shit. Well, he's, to be fair, he's, quite, he's, he's, I think he used to do like a lot of wrestling in school, so he's athletic. Yeah. As fuck, and he's in good nick, and he so you he's know, only he's, 20 odd, though, isn't he? So, yeah, um, yeah, he does some pretty outstanding sort of athleticism based things like a nice cross body. Standing moonsault, fucking side rushing leg sweep. Yeah, didn't think I'd seen off him. <laughs> no, straight into a fucking octopus. Impressive. Yeah, I'm like, get get in, lad. <laughs> Go on, son. <laughs> to be fair, you could tell he's studying it, can't you? Do you know what I mean, he's obviously not just yeah. half-hearted. It. He's 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 watched a lot of tapes. He's been taking like it seriously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I, I enjoyed this match. This was one of the, the better matches of the night for me. Um, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I thought there was a lot of fun in there as well, like some silly stuff. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it got a bit AEW in parts with like the like three topes in quick succession yeah. by Rollins, excessive. Yeah, but he sold. He said, "I tell you what, with Logan Paul, he sells well. He sold it well." Yeah, he does. He was. To be fair, I thought he sold well all night, all yeah. all the match. I mean, there's a bit where um, he hits him with his right hand. But he yeah. sells it because and he sort of uh, has to shake it off. Yeah, yeah, because Seth stomped on his hand. Yeah, previous, so it's like it fucking plays into it. It's nice. It was really nice stuff. But then he gets yeah. pulled out by uh, the cancelled KSI. And, we don't know uh, that yet, though. <laughs> no, we don't. Well, we get he gets pulled out by a bottle of Prime, which you know tastes like shit anyway. <laughs> Rollins on the table. KSI's filming it. Paul's on the top rope. Rollins pulls KSI off the table as uh, Paul hits the froggy on his mate. Fucking monster pop. It was great. It was great. <laughs> I thought it was a load of fun, that bit. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was. Then, it's a pedigree for a two. Should have, should have been the finish. Should have been a finish. Really. Especially uh, after the table spot. GTS by Logan Paul. Interesting. Yeah. Big froggy for two. Coast to coast. Into a super kick, curb stomp for free. Yeah, 
Like you said, I think that maybe maybe it went on a little bit too long after the table spot, but not. Yep. It wasn't much. Hate. I didn't hate it that much. I thought it was a really fun match, and it didn't go like twenty five minutes. It was like fifteen minutes or something like that. It was just fun, and it yeah. was fast paced at times. I enjoyed it. I um, thought it was decent. Yeah, um, man I think hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, I think Logan Paul could be a prodigy. Yeah. If he if he does it properly. Um, it's be- it was better than most of those type of matches that you see on Dynamite on a Wednesday. That's yeah. just not me hating on it. It's, it was. It felt Rollins bigger led- as well. Yeah, oh God, yeah. And Rollins led him really well, and but Paul held up his end of the bargain. Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed it. What's up what next? next? <laughs> uh, we have Damage Control. So that's Bailey, EO Sky and Dakota Kai. Versus um, Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita. I know. They did a proper, like, Sin City-style intro for them, didn't they? Did you notice that? Yeah, they did. It was quite cool. What, what, it was quite cool, but have you noticed these sort of outlandish sort of Fifth Element-esque outfits are all the fucking rage at the moment? Everyone looks yeah. like some sort of cyber warrior. <laughs> Becky used to do it a lot, didn't she? She did, she did. I mean, I think it was last year when she was the heel champion, she was doing loads of mad outfits like that. Yeah, um, but she she's always sort of had that. She did the steampunk thing for a bit, and yeah. you know what I mean. But like everyone's doing it now, and it's like damage control come out in some absolutely fucking bafflingly wacky ones. Like they didn't look like a bit. team, did they? they didn't like no, match Bailey, or anything. No, Bailey's got half a coat on one side and half a coat on the other side. It's like two coats. One winged angel. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Don't get me started on him. <laughs> I've been editing. I've been editing our bonus episode, and he is prominent. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> Little teaser there. <laughs> yeah, Lita comes. Lita comes out in black and white, and I don't know why. The tune. It's the old tune. It's fucking horrible. Still, I hate that song. It's awful. I fucking hate it. It's the worst of sort of. She looks weird, doesn't she? Do you think Lita? Don't you? she look? She doesn't look anything oh, yeah. like what she used to look like. She must have had work done, I think. She's got to have. Same with Trish as Trish... well. You know when Trish was like the blonde bimbo, like Vince's like little hoe or whatever? Yeah. She doesn't even look like the same woman, does she? She looks well different. I think she's had work done as well, but... but makes her look better. Yeah, it, 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 it's well done. Yeah. <laughs> Some because sometimes you get, you know, Vince McMahon work and then you get Trish Stratus work. So, you know, <laughs> swings and roundabouts Trish sometimes may like be good. A... <laughs> Trish was wearing like a nod to the last I think was it WrestleMania 21 or 22 last time they did a Hollywood thing she was wearing like yeah. a nod to that gear not quite the same but I think she I think she tweeted about it it was the same person who made a gear back then as well so that was a nice little throwback Becky's Becky's absolute money isn't she 100% 100% great love her she's absolutely mint um, she, she carried the whole fucking thing her and Bailey so yeah Bailey, Bailey's great, good heel. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I mean, again, it, it's a six man, not a fan. <laughs> they are, they are the shits. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much our fucking catchphrase now, isn't it? <laughs> six basically, <months> shits. <laughs> six women's not much better either. <laughs> six persons, we'll just say. <laughs> um, but I think it was quite cool to see Lita and Trish together. Yeah, getting you know, started. Obviously, Obviously, they're um, 
just say it came out of nowhere almost, didn't it? Them two sort of coming back just sort of a few weeks ago. It's like, all right. Probably when they like, could get the rock, they were like, fuck it, get everyone we can in. <laughs> and I was, I was half expecting to see uh, Stone Cold in another announced match or something. <laughs> oh, that would have been cool. There's a, there's a brutal ba- uh, baseball slide by Becky, and that girl's fucking head rattled the table like proper rattled it, man. Yeah. Absolutely, man. There was some there's some nice tag team stuff like they cut off Becky in the corner. He was selling like an absolute hero. I think nice. they did quite well of sort of like they were like a unit, whereas the other two the other three were sort of individuals that had come together yeah. almost. But that was quite was a, a nice little nice little story, yeah. Yeah. When you do when you I do thought, it right, you can get a bit out of a six person match or whatever, six woman match. It just doesn't happen very often. <laughs> I mean you could you could sort of see that Becky was gonna do most of the work. Yeah. In on the face sort of side of it. Um, there were some nice hope spots. It's like she, she goes for a tag, but Bailey wipes out Trish, which was thought was a nice spot classic. You know, it was pretty much standard your classic tag stuff. You know, it wasn't it was never gonna like, you know, reinvent the wheel or anything, but it was no. I thought it was solid. Like again, there's just pure great selling. Well later tags in it gets a massive pop. She does her she does her bit on cleanup. Yeah, there was um, there was an innovative like buckle spot on a diamond cutter type move called the vertigo, which I thought was quite nice. Any type of diamond cutter looks quite good, I think. Yeah, that um, Dakota Kai went for a head kick, two fucking feet of air between her foot and the uh, and Lita's head. <laughs> it was it was all right. I mean. You get you got the uh, bulldog sort of hurricane runner spot by Trish. You know, there was just it was Trish. It was Trish messy. still looks pretty good, doesn't she? Yeah, it was messy, but you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like super it wasn't messy. Like atrocious, was it? It was like like a fucking AEW trio was a nightmare, was it? So best of seven series. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was. I didn't find it that offensive. I thought, I thought it was quite cool, really, to see Trish and Lita, you know, back in the same ring together. Obviously, they had that sort of quite big re- rivalry back in the day, didn't they? So it was quite nice. Yeah, um, and you know, the best mates out of the ring as well. I think so. Yeah, and and I, I've always I've always got time watching Becky Lynch. I think she's possibly the best female wrestler on on the planet. I can't think of anyone. She's in the conversation, definitely. Yeah, I mean, she's it's, it's yeah, she's in the top five, isn't she, by some distance? Easily, I think the top five is pretty much in WWE anyway. So, essentially, yeah, most of it. <laughs> uh, there was a bit where <laughs> Becky Lynch levered Bailey around the face, like slapped her, and she's like, and Becky Becky Lynch is screaming like a fucking pisshead outside an Irish pub on a Friday. <laughs> like she's going, come on. <laughs> that was quite yeah, that was good. She's so good at that sort of like she 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 she's she, sometimes she verges on like a little bit over the top, but I just for some reason with that like accent and the and the attitude that she sort of pervades, like she somehow still makes it work, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. she's just got charisma, hasn't she? It's just this yeah. sort of intangible kind of thing that you can't really put your finger on and Everything she seems to do fucking works. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like what is it? Dusty said so. I don't know what it is, but you've got it. You know, it's like yeah. you know, one of them. 
Can you imagine what their kids going to be? How good their kids going to be? Rollins and fucking Lynches. That's, yeah. that's going to be a prodigy, hopefully. Um, <laughs> it all, it just all broke down, and like everyone's just hitting moves, and I mean, fuck knows who was legal. And uh, you get that's you get the, the bulldog by yeah, that's it. You get the bulldog by Trish Stratisfaction, Bailey to Belly, Big Moon Salt by Sky, bit stagey one for me. And then it sort of breaks down again. There's a twist of fate, a big kick, a moonsault by Lita, rock bottom off the second rope by Becky for free. What does she so, call her rock bottom? Fuck knows. <laughs> I can't remember what she the man the man bottom was. <laughs> you're you're in Argy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it like I say me and you no no secret that we're not massive fan of the six six person match. But it's definitely not the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> no, there was, it was a lot, for a while. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. There's a lot of spots. There was a lot of nostalgia pops. You know, Lynch and Bailey carried it, like we said before. Yeah. Be- Becky, especially, her selling was fucking top tier. Yeah, really she's been. She is really good. Then we got onto another another singles sort of grudge match. They sort of, I I, I, can't, I don't know if I've got this exactly right, but I think it was something like the first Sun versus father match for some like 20 odd years i can't remember what the last one was i don't i think it was shane and vince maybe um, yeah probably not really wrestlers though are they <laughs> no to be fair it's not but sort of like a, a a long-term story that they've sort of been telling for quite some time and i thought the package was really good actually but a big part of that package was uh rhea ripley yeah and she wasn't there to be fair uh, obviously, she she was in action, wasn't they? She so that was the reason why. But I don't know why I just thought that. I thought that storyline's been quite good. Like it's quite been quite real as well. Like you know, when he's been like yeah. going round to his house and beating the fuck out of him at Christmas and stuff like that. It's just simple stuff, but it works. Um, as real as you can get with cameras, there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. But <laughs> I think I think they've done it all right. Um, I mean, Dominic is not the best in the ring. Let's be honest. I think he's getting a bit better. I think the, the the whole thing about it was just the story. That was why I wanted to watch it. Um, Definitely. He comes out in a fucking paddy wagon and cuffs <laughs> and guards in a Rey Mysterio gimmick mask. <laughs> I thought it was funny as fuck, mate. Yeah. It was like Nick <laughs> Patrick <laughs> levels of like... <laughs> Trolling, yeah. Um, that kid, for all his, for all his sort of faults, ring-wise... He gets fucking heat. He really yeah. does. He's get really heat. sort of, he's really sort of zoned into the heel. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. he looked a bit, yeah. he looked a bit iffy when he first started, but you could tell he's sort of his his dad's probably gone. Look, right. Obviously, I know we know this isn't. Let's just fucking let's work. Let's make some money together here. Let's do it. And um, yeah, they, they they put on a, a an interesting match like with with good sort of theatrics to it. Ray comes out in like a. Latino heat style, like low rider with with I think Snoop was driving it. To be honest, yeah, he was getting a lot of Eddie Guerrero in stuff in this. Yeah, I suppose they were going to have to, weren't they? Like especially in the promos when like Dominic saying, "I wish I was Eddie's" and all this and stuff like that. Um, that was a bit sort of close to the bone sort of stuff. Well, you the remember Ray... that match, don't you, for the custody? Yeah, the custody ladder match. <laughs> To be fair, he looks more like Eddie's kid than he does race. <laughs> I think that's by design, isn't it? With, um, yeah, with, with the, the hair and the mullet and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nothing but a G-thang. 
coming out to I love love that. <laughs> Great tune. Yep. Just absolutely shoveling the gimmicks on. Shuffling them on. Yeah. Ray had like a did Ray have like a great Mooter inspired mask on there? Am I, am I, yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. What really took me out of the uh, moment was uh, sponsored by Cinemoji Toast Crunch. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> no, like grudge match, like family rivalry. Sponsored by Cinnamon Toasties or whatever it was. No, no, don't sponsor like the grudge match. Sponsor the fucking throwaway <laughs> showcase match or whatever it is. Or the last I think one, it's because or... I think it's because Ray's like the face of that. He's like a promotional partner of that or something. Yeah, so I see. Get that in there. Obviously, he's got his family at ringside as well, like uh, his his daughter and his wife as well, and you see a bit of them throughout the match as well. I thought I thought Dominic Mysterio was great, and I think. Eddie made him look like a million dollars. You mean Ray? Dad, yeah. Uh, no, he's dad, Eddie. <laughs> no, Ray, Ray. It's just because we were talking about Eddie. Ray made him look like a million dollars. He really did. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of posing and taunting by Dominic, and it was all cunty heel stuff, and it was it was really nice. It worked. Yeah, definitely. Dom's got great facials. Hmm. He has. He's sort of. It's come on. It really has. He slaps him. Proper nasty watched, slap. Was it last year we watched it? And we thought he's he's well off it. But he's, he's a bit in a year. He shows you what could happen in a year. Hundred percent. And I think I think it's harder to work face and get over his baby face than it is as the heel. Yeah, you can make people hate you more easier than you can make people like you. Yeah, I guess definitely. How good is Rey Mysterio? Still fucking mint. Was he forty? <laughs> he's still as fast 46. as fuck as he was. Yeah, in great Man. nick, fast as out. One of the best, one of the best pound for pound guys ever. I would say. Yeah, hundred percent. Knocks out a seven point seven on the steamboat. Yeah, keeps the arm. Love it. Yeah. There's some like, like there's a bit where he does. Um, Dominic does like the Eddie Guerrero high low, and does yeah. the like the the shoulder shaking. Uh, the mum cracks him one. And Ray posts him. Ray comes back with a nice seated set on a spring springboard crossbody. It's more Eddieisms. I think the Eddieisms were getting a bit much for me. It was like, it, oh, yeah, on. it was a bit dominating, wasn't it? You didn't really need it because it wasn't. It, it wasn't about Eddie. No, Eddie. not really. But yeah, no. I can see. I can see why they did it in a way. But uh, maybe they went a little bit too far with it. You're right. Yeah, Baller and uh, Priest come out. The fucking mental buckle bump from a German to Ray, German yeah. suplex. He just fucking launched Oof. him. It was fucking mad. But that's the beauty of working with Ray. You can do some mad shit that you won't be able to do with other people, I guess. And he still does it now. He's incredible. Uh, he is. Uh, he tries a th- uh, three amigos, and that's countered. And Don gets a six one nine, mm. which was a great little spot. The judgment distract. Judgment day. Who's a fucking ringing round, aren't they? After that. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Absolute heat magnet. Uh, three dudes in Latino World Order come out, Latino World Order shirts, yeah. and they attack the Judgment Day. I don't know who they are. It's that, um, it's that El Fantasma group or whatever. You know that one that oh, Zelina right. Vega's involved in? I think it's that Santos oh, is it Escobar. That Escobar guy, right, yeah. I get you. I haven't been watching the TV, so obviously I don't know. I haven't either, but I know that they did some sort of... Latino World Order re, re you know reformation yeah. or whatever. Ray sort of gets up a bit, buckles exposed. There's a fucking chain out. <laughs> Bad fucking bunny who is on Spanish commentary. By the way, we uh, yeah. forgot to say. Forgot that. to mention that. Yeah, 
Rob's the chain for fuck's sake. Uh, six one nine froggy uh, frog splash of the three. Thought it, I thought it was all right. It's good. I enjoyed it. It was a good story. Ray made Dom look amazing. Yeah, but uh, Dominic did some good stuff as well, and uh, there's a lot of fuckery in it. But it did make sense. So I was. I think I, I think right it needed it. a bit of fuckery, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because obviously, when you got it an experienced person, yeah, yeah, it did. That's it. I think I think Rey Mysterio is one of the like I say he's one of the most not well, he's almost underappreciated though of how good he actually is. Rey Mysterio is the best luchador I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah, I, I obviously didn't see Mil Mascaris or El Santo at their peak. So for me, as a modern lucha libre watcher, Rey Mysterio is fucking superb because everything does make sense. It's not just like Vikingo spots. For spots, do you know what I mean? It's not. It's just, that's just not my kind of thing. Uh, what do you reckon to it? Enjoyed it. Again, a lot of you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors and what have you, and a lot of outside stuff. But I thought the storyline was strong enough for you could sort of get away with that. Yeah. Like I say, Ray Mysterio is absolutely class. We're watching him in his infancy, like 20, 20 years old or whatever he is now in WCW. He still gets me up, sort of gets me going, like gets me pops, you know, to this day. He's more athletic than most people are in their prime, and he's in his late mid to late forties. Yep. And he's just an absolute legend in my eyes. 100%. And like you said, I think Dom was I think Dom was more than putting up his end of the bag and his heel work was great. The stuff of his sister and his mum was just like really some good stuff. And you can tell they've sort of they've obviously all gone backstage and and said right look let's just go falling on it do you know what I mean no messing about but um, it worked it, it sort of made for a really good good storyline a good match I thought yeah, and obviously too. you get the feel good of feel good win for Rey Mysterio because I think it needed that would have been a bit flat if they'd have given him the win I think Dominic yeah Dominic gets away with it because he's a chicken shit yeah it's, it doesn't hurt him any any. And it, at all, really, yeah. um, it was sort of the night of feel good moments. The first night, really, because next yeah. up we get top tier, rear, yeah, mummy <laughs> <laughs> versus Charlotte Flair for the, what, the main event. Women's belt. Okay. Oh, well, according to Ric Flair, it should have been, but you well, a completely unbiased Ric Flair. Yeah, he's not got a dog in the hunt, this guy. <laughs> Apparently, he made an absolute... Also, had a balls up at the Hall of Fame by talking about himself for about fucking 10 minutes before he uh, inducted the great Mooter, So Can't believe that. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's very it's very off-brand for Rick. He's usually <laughs> such a giving person. <laughs> it's a uh, he is an absolute cunt. <laughs> Rhea Ripley's entrance is top tier. She looks top tier. She's an absolute fucking star. Mega star, she really is. Charlotte Flair's entrance is grandiose too. I'm yeah. not really into that new music though. I've heard the old one. Yeah, it was better. The, the Aston Wenger puffer coat sleeping bag's not doing anything for me either. That was weird. Much. That one is like that was. Yeah. She only wears like a robe, like 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 a dad, and like proper elegant robe with like stuff. But that was a bit weird. That. Yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, she has had a lot of work done as well herself. Yeah. She's in hell of a shape, though, isn't she? Have you seen it with those fucking abs? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The flare of the face gets booed. <laughs> which, which is... No one, no one wanted her to win, let's be honest. No. <laughs> First all-woman match, ref, ring announcer, and talent in the ring, which was nice mm. to see. 
Nice touch. Ripley's facials are superb. She's got it all. Really has. And this was... This was stiff as fuck. And I loved every single second of it. It was great. Really good. Uh, One of the better women's matches I think I've ever seen. I'll probably go so far as saying it's probably the best women's match I've ever seen. Do you reckon? Personally... There's probably other matches that have been as good as it, maybe some sort of old Japanese women's wrestling from the 90s. Medusa's had some corkers, but the sort of WWE standard that we held was sort of Becky Bianca from last year. They, they shat all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think I'd, I'd have to I'd have to re-watch them both to really know, but I've, it was fucking good. It was fucking good. The only, prob- the, the only problem of, was with it, and why it wasn't the main event. There was just no story to it. That was the only problem. It was a raw rumble the... job, wasn't it? Yeah. I think that's why it wasn't the main event. And obviously we'll get to the main event in a minute, but in hindsight, it, it should have been. Yeah, in, in hindsight it should have been, but you don't know what the quality of the match is going to be like until you've had the match. So yeah. You've got to just do it. And and to be fair, the, the Uso Owen Zane thing was was the big angle, was you part of the big you angle. Not put that on last. One hundred percent. Just some of the fucking spots in this, like there's a lot of fucking mint Germans, and some of the bumps that uh, Charlotte Flair was taking to her credit, she Germaned her off the top rope, and you could see obviously like she she sort of pushed off in the backflip anyway, yeah. but the fucking bump was mad. Plan, and the one, yeah, where she she took all the skin off her nose and yeah, fucking hell, they they, they just, left it in there, didn't they? They really left it out oh, there. They were beating the shit out of each other. They was. They were proper laying that right. Do you know them sort of elbow strike fucking forearm exchanges that they do yeah. all the time? And they look weak as piss. Yeah. You know, these were fucking laid in and they looked legitimate. Yeah, they were great. They were really good. They worked well together, these two, because they had a really good match together a few few years ago, didn't they? Um I think Charlotte yeah, that, won that one. This, uh, was but well this one better. this one was well better because it had, had that feel to it as well. It was a proper war of attrition. It was like who the fuck, who the fuck's going to get this? Because you just you couldn't tell. There's a really nice sequence where um, Ripley powers Flair and catches a midair and sort of attempts in the rip side, but Flair DDTs her and proper yeah. plants her. And I thought it was a really that really was, nice. That was spot. that counter was mint because it looked fucking stiff as like you said, it looked stiff as stiff as hell, and it looked yeah. like she fucking snapped her neck. It was fucking. But it was, but it was safe. It was fucking incredible. There's a bit of subtlety by Flair, which I thought was a superb heel spot because I, you felt Flair was wrestling heel. Um, yeah. There's a bit where she goes up to, she tries, she walks to the ropes to go up for the moonsault and just stands on Ripley as she gets there. Yeah. Just oh, you're there. I'll just stand on you. Fuck you. You had to switch uh, it though, didn't you? Mid match, you had to switch the yeah. baby and heel, like because it just wouldn't have worked otherwise. No, it's not. It wasn't a double turn. As such, yeah, it wasn't like that. No. They, but I still think they're going to go with Flair as a as a baby face. But that, yeah, that, that's what turned into that fucking top rope, fucking mental release German thing. The replay spoiled it for a, a little bit for me because you can obviously see her pushing off in the backflip. But if she didn't do that, she'd have landed straight on the fucking head and died probably. So <laughs> Brock Lesnar yeah, style. Yeah, it was an impressive visual though. Yeah, that was the muddy shot, wasn't it? Yeah, and then that other one, the standing one, where she sort of lands flat on her face and takes all the skin off her nose. That's yeah, that was mad. 
I'm not a fan of the outside moonsault, but this wasn't actually that bad. It's better than she fucking. She does that pages. quite well. Yeah, it's graceful, isn't it? Yeah. She she's it, it's sort of not as not as stagey, is it? It's not as set up as pages or anyone like that. No. It's a nice head Rhea, Rhea Ripley lays in some headbutts there. She proper wants it, doesn't she? Yeah. She's she's not she she's um she's everything you want in a wrestler, really, isn't she? Hundred percent. Great look, tall, you know, unique, and works out, yeah. Works stiff, you know, and and she can work a different work different styles as well. So, you know, you've got an absolute ready made style in your hands there, haven't you? If you do it right, yeah, I thought it was fucking great. But like selling, like when she only gets two on the riptide, like Rhea Ripley selling Her facials were fucking class, fucking perfect. Yeah. Honestly, there was a bit, but I'll still give Charlotte Flair credit. When Rhea breaks the figure figure four on the ropes, Flair's just looking dejected, and it's like, so like, what do I have to do? There was a lot yeah. of that one there towards the end. It was just like crescendo. It was like fucking, hell, what am I gonna have to do to beat these? And it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Where it was like, yeah. it didn't start like that. It started off like a slow, you know, feeling each other out. That's how you build. That's how you build a not a main event match, but a main event caliber match like that. Anyway, yeah. I thought the finish was fucking genius. So yeah. she's not. Knocked Charlotte on the post. She knocked her out on the post. Then posts are a bit shit because yeah. they're like it's got the fucking gimmick round. Fucking it. Charlotte sold that well, though. She looked like she was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but then Rhea did something that I just thought was brilliant. She, when she realizes that she's out cold, just a little smile. And yeah, shouts, I've got her. It's my it's my time. Yeah. And second riptide. Well, off the second rope but with the riptide for three. I thought it was fucking brilliant. I was invested in it from start to finish. Rhea Ripley was superb, and it was an absolute star-making performance. But to Charlotte Flair's credit, she made her a megastar in that match. Yeah. And fucking just blew my head off. It really did. Great match. Yeah. Yeah, so one of the best women's matches I think I've ever seen, possibly. You know, it's it's up there. Um, Both women. I mean... Not a huge fan of Charlotte Flair, but I think she is fucking top drawer in the ring, which she's got a good dance partner. Um, And I think her and Rhea actually mesh together so well. It's one of the only people that probably match her for size and sort of stature in a way. And that's sort of why it looked like such a top draw main event. You could put that on any card, you know, match. And like you said, Rhea Ripley, I've got, I've got, I've run out of superlatives for her, to be fair. We've talked about it the other week and run about, was it Russo was saying, oh, we need to drop the goff gimmick. We need to do this. Yeah, fuck off, Russo. She's got, that's what's got her to the dance, and she's fucking, and that's just her, to be fair. I mean, that's just who yeah. she is. You know what I mean? She's not being anyone yeah. other than herself. Obviously, the, And you can use that as a baby face as well. You don't need to tone it down to be a baby face. Not she's already needs to be fucking baby. blonde. Yeah, she's already getting baby face level reactions. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they turned the, you know, pulled the trigger eventually. Maybe not this soon, but I just thought, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a great match. Two great, two great women, and you could easily put that match on again, and I'd be, I'd be inter- interested in that. But just, just maybe build it a bit more. That was the only problem, I think. Hundred percent, couldn't agree more. But next, we get a little palate cleanser. <laughs> Old Snoop Doggy Dog wants the Miz to have a match. Yeah, no, no one responded to the Miz's challenge. Apparently, he even put it on MySpace. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, 
Pat McAfee interrupts and they have a three-minute shitty match. That's Snoop Dogg books, right? So <laughs> Michael Cole has an absolutely, absolute fucking chubby. Oh, I love that. Whenever Pat McAfee turns up, he's absolutely erect. <laughs> Some fucking NFL guy clotheslines the Miz. McAfee cannonballs him off the top, boots to the head for free. Well, Suppose see. it may <laughs> get a bit of a break, don't you, between like a high high intensity match and then what's yeah. up? So uh, it did. It made sense in that respect, but you know, it was nothing to write home about. Obviously, no, definitely not. Then we get then we get stroll onto the main event: the uh, Zayn and Owens versus the Usos. Yeah, one of the most well built feuds they've put together in some time, and it had to main event for me. I know, obviously. Charlotte yeah, and Rhea was the Royal Rumble winner. I know Ric Flair's piping up about it, but you couldn't not put that match on last. You couldn't not put it on last. 100%. And it showed, I mean, it showed in the in the, the crowd as well. Sponsored by a gimpy tax company with Safety Dance as their theme tune. Why did he do this? Why? <laughs> Why? The ones with a heated rivalry, the ones with a story behind them, not these piss-poor fucking showcase <laughs> gimmicks. <or> whatever. <laughs> Who the fuck is Little Uzi Vert? <sighs> One of these new rappers on the these new kids on the block. Not, on, not massively familiar. Fucking deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Usos look great though, don't they? Yeah, in, all in white. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Owens gets a massive pop. No fair, no fanfare at all with his entrance or business. Yeah. I thought, oh, he's got a job a t-shirt on, but it actually said WrestleZania. So fair play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zane gets the pop of the night though. Okay, that absolute Tarrant, proper Tarrant. Yeah. That <laughs> that was Tarrant. <laughs> Every fucker sings his theme tune. Yep, and everyone uh, wants to I see can... him. That's that's what they've been building for. Oh, everyone God. wants to see him. I love his song as well. It's like yeah, yeah it's proper Scarfest, isn't it? Love <laughs> it. The announcer sounds and is dressed like Justin fucking Roberts. <laughs> she sounds, she does she does like a Justin Roberts impression. <laughs> and no, the bloke one does. does oh, as the well. blo- yeah, oh, the bloke, yeah, sorry. And the had, woman does like a, a shit. Roberts as well. They all do. Yeah, don't know why. <laughs> right, if you're going to do that, just don't fire Justin Roberts. Just have him. He's, have him, he's yeah. at least the fucking originator of this bollocks. <laughs> then again, no one wants no one wants Justin Roberts. <laughs> Nobody does. Well, nobody wants a parody of Justin Roberts any more than they True. want Justin Roberts, Charlie. <laughs> I don't. I didn't think it had a big fight feel for me. I don't know why. Yeah. No, I just didn't think it felt as. It's, maybe it's because I understood there. Owens and Zane's like two gimps at a metal gig. <laughs> you know I mean? that, was, that was quite, you know, reflection. You know, like the the the, the gold standard of tag teams and two. Two guys who just a working collar guy, like do you, do you not think do you see it like that? Or eh, maybe hmm. I just thought it looked a bit. That's fair enough. Weird. There's uh, a guy in that Angin United third shirt in the front row. Didn't like that. <laughs> he was Green there thing. all night. I think. Yeah, <laughs> only saw him then. It was a slow, slow, methodical start with plenty of posturing. Zane started teeing off, and he was showing some nice aggression because obviously it needs to be aggressive. Yeah. With the story behind it, there's a dive far too early, as you kind of get in a lot of these yeah. new matches. There's a suplex on the floor, setting up the uh, Sammy beatdown, and he's a fucking top-tier seller. Really yeah. is. He is. 
and they cut they cut him off from Owens, which is classic classic tag team stuff. Double teaming him, you know, cheap shots to Owens on the apron. It's all all classic it's stuff. Good, yeah, it's good stuff. It started off nice, and then for me, it got a bit AEW, a little bit. Right. Kevin uh, so? Kevin Owens is always on the fucking top rope, always. <laughs> always on the fucking every fucking thing he does, tag in straight to the top rope. Do you know think? Yeah, well, a little bit. Yeah, I hate his Frog little splash. like hockey punches. That's the worst thing he does. Dreadful. Oh, he gets in, so it's like it's a nice hot tag. Owens goes straight to the top, cannonballs both Usos outside. Owens hits a frog splash off the apron and then does one from the fucking top for two. It's a senton bomb, swanton bomb, sorry, but the knees are up. You know, yeah. Jimmy Uso hits a splash. It's just, it's like Owen's doing his luchador impression. It's like, we know you can do it. Don't need to, though. in a match of this magnitude, with this kind of story, it doesn't need a fucking flippy knobhead fucking match. Yeah. Well, this this is their wet dream. They've been doing this kind of shit since Ring of Honor, and they've been going, they're like, right, it's me and you, headlining WrestleMania. Let's, let's Brian Cage it. <laughs> Get <our> shit in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you reckon? I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I've got a lot of time for the Usos. I think they're fucking great. I like Sammy. I, I like I like Steen as well, but I, I don't I don't see the big deal with him a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean I like him. It's because he's a fat yeah. lad who can come off the top rope, basically. I think. I mean, he does stand out, doesn't he? Because he looks different from everyone else, and I get that. Yeah, um, I get that too. I do like some of his stuff. I think he's. Banging on like top drawer on the mic um, when he wants to be. Yeah, he's a great talker. Yeah. Um, some of his matches are a bit shit though. I, I thought this was good though. I thought it was fuel. I, I was into it because the crowd was into the crowd was fucking with it all the way. Yeah, um, I get that. And there is there is a good there's a good build to it. I thought it capped off quite a good first night, really. Um, yeah, the, the first night was pretty pretty solid with one yeah. massive standout. Yeah, um, I thought. I thought Sammy was just over his, you know, as as he has been for you know a couple of months now. He's just over his shit, and he, everything he did, he, you know, he, everything he did, it turned to gold. I think the Usos are, you know, underrated in a way. They're a good tag team. Obviously, they they look great. I think, uh, you know, when they did that like three D, basically, it's called like the one done, the one D, one direction. <laughs> uh, I think Michael Cole's commentary is possibly one of those oh, like over the top commentary I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. It's like nobody's ever kicked out of the one day. Yeah they have. <laughs> when it when it was called Maybe the free day. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it got it got really indie in the middle. It got very indie like with it's like doing brain busters on the apron and do you know what I mean? And Yeah, I can see I know it I can see where you're coming from. Um, got a bit spotty like blue thunder bombs. It wasn't as, it wasn't as much kicks. of a fight as it probably should have been. No, there's a lot of fucking super kicks. Fuck me, every fucker was just whacking them out. That's so, standard, that less, yeah. But there's less in a young books match. That's they a do a lot of other shite, but you know, it's... Yeah. I, I get where you, I get where you come from. I I enjoyed it. It definitely wasn't the best match of the night, but it but it it was the big biggest reactions and biggest pops of the night. Yeah. Um, I thought it I got think... better towards the end. I like I like the finish quite a lot. Me too. There was a bit where like Jey Uso's facials were superb and it started getting better, like the beating Sammy down, the kicking his head in for what he did, you know, but then they're all only getting twos. 
Yeah. And it's like, and then the thigh slaps are more and more obvious as it gets on. Right, he gets super kicked Owens and he's out for about fucking five minutes. He's clearly dead on the outside or something. It's like, well, yeah. you've done all this other shit, but one super kick knocks you the fuck out. You put Owens through a table, setting up the fucking Sammy on his own kind of thing. Yeah. It so was... you think Jey Uso is like the, the, he's going to be the breakout of them two when they do eventually split? Yeah, of course. There's a bit in, yeah, there's a bit in where he's slapping Sammy about and calling him out and, like Sammy's selling like he's fucking Ricky Martin, and he's like, but he's when Jay Uso's slapping about, he's doing what you do when you fucking you don't want to fight somebody, but you're so fucking angry. He's like yeah. gritted teeth, and he's going fucking like yo, yeah. you'd swear probably, but yeah. like it, it was, it was. I don't like using the word acting, but it was fucking solid acting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was emotional, yeah, there's emotion behind it, and then it just became like a big spot fest and. There was a there was a hell of a hell of a kick, a stunner for two, which would have been the finish. And they start off with then they're sort of facing off together. Dog shit brawl. Absolute wank. Don't like them night. bits. Hate them bits. No, then it's super kicks a go-go, a fucking double <laughs> splash for two. You can hear Owens calling spots audibly in the corner with Jay. That was one I was one, I was gonna mention that. There was there was a there was a couple of obvious bits. And you could yeah. hear it clearly as well. But that's got that's a lot, a lot of that's on the camera people. It's like they get trying to get really up close, aren't they? So yeah. you could hear him, couldn't you say so one more super kick or something like that? It was like uh, a bit obvious. A bit petrolly. So uh Zane <laughs> slings Jimmy on a table and uh, Owens hits a fucking top rope brain buster. Fucking and then he gets the hottest of hot tags to him for a monster pop to Zane. Two Hellover kicks, a stunner to Jimmy, a third Hellover kick, three. Yeah, the finish was good. Finish was great. Uh, it got better as it kept, as it got along. I thought. Yeah, certainly. I'd, there was there was some indie rific nonsense in the middle and some of the hockey hockey fights oh, and. Yeah. But I think the story was enough to see through, and um, classic. It got over in that room. <laughs> yeah, it did big time. <laughs> It'd have probably got over in AEW to be fair, but yeah. Well, Steen's very much in with the young books, isn't he? Very much. I mean, I thought it was all right. There's some good bits in it. There's some proper indie shite too. Yeah. Them two have clearly been waiting for this for fucking years, and it was a nice moment for them. I get that. I think and it was. A, definitely... it was you definitely had to give it a feel good ending to this night, considering what happens in the sort of second night. Um, oh, what happened? Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it. I'm just going off. Uh, <laughs> going off fumes. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it was definitely the, the right way to do it, and it's that feel good moment that you sort of you almost need on a WrestleMania card. You need that sort of storybook ending. Um, yeah. and I think I think the was... story outweighed the match in the ring, though. To be fair, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. I can see where you're coming from. I thought there was, I thought it was good moments though, and I think four talented guys. You know, yeah, as yeah. I say, you know, I think. I think there was a little bit silly stuff, like you said, but I think there was enough in there for it to, to be an enjoyable match. Um, so what do you think of the night as a whole? I thought it was a pretty decent WrestleMania that could have been condensed into about two hours. Yeah, I thought there was some good stuff on there. It was like, you know, f- f- I'd say maybe three, four, like, like three re- like good matches and then f- like a, a top draw match with Rhea and Charlotte. And then a couple of other, you know, a couple of fun bits like the the Becky uh, Becky Trish stuff. That I mean, it wasn't the best, but yeah, it was, it was right. nostalgia. And it was good to see Cena on there as well. So I thought it was yeah. a good night. 
Yeah. Instead of instead of doing two nights, why don't they just lob out some of the crappy tag matches and all just do it on one night? <laughs> yeah, you could have got four hours on one night easily. Yeah, four hours easily. of wrestling. So it's all the fucking filler that they put in between it, the stupid backstage bits and the fucking yeah skits. Wank. Yeah, it's dreadful. Right. <laughs> so match of the night, unanimous. Yeah, it's definitely Rhea and Charlotte in it, without a doubt. Hundred percent. Who's your MVP? Hmm. Rhea Ripley, just for that superstardom match, you know, made herself into the absolute megastar. Don't think you can go against that, really. I have, I have two, mate. Oh, it's Dozovic. <laughs> what, for his ass crack? <laughs> yeah, his ass crack. No, it's definitely, it's definitely Rhea. There's on, honourable mention, uh, honourable mentions for Sammy selling, Jay Uso's selling of his anger and heartbreak, and I think Dominic Mysterio needs an honourable mention there, but Rhea Ripley was was fucking megastar making performance. Yeah. Superb. Definitely. Dick of the day. The Miz. <laughs> Too much of him, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah. What a pointless prick he is. <laughs> John Cena's hair. <laughs> John Cena's hair. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus wept. <laughs> that could be Barnet of the night. <laughs> John Cena's got Barnet any day of the week. Dreadful. John Macho Mancina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, fuck hell, why is he on first? I thought, fuck hell, he's got a table booked or something. Isn't he? Like, I, I, I don't understand why he's on first. I Brock thought Lesnar did, didn't he? Was... he? Oh, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Gotta go and film something. <laughs> well, that was the first night of WrestleMania. So we'll be back with you for night two. So from me, the big man, and him, the medium sized man. Ray Mysterio. Cheerio. You charge your best with me, I know. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.